Welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. My name is Katie Christ, and in 2016, I wrote down in a journal that I was going to become unapologetically my best self. And my purpose is to help women do the same, whether that's overcoming body image issues, creating next level inner confidence, or up-leveling our emotional intelligence and sense of worth. I believe that by investing in and developing who we are, we can exponentially transform the world we live in. My mission is to create power and influence in the hands of women. These are conversations for those ready to rise. This is the Allured Life Podcast. <laughs> Let's go all in. Hello, 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 hello. Um, this is my second time recording this podcast. Uh, the first time I was lovely, lovely interrupted by a barking puppy who was mad that she was in her crate uh, for not longer than she usually is used to but she definitely heard my voice when I first started recording and she was like not today mama um so hopefully we have 40 minutes until she is supposed to be woken up she's like a baby <laughs> like, a, like a little baby that's just like on a sleep schedule um but otherwise how else am I supposed to get work done I'm figuring it out I don't know puppies are crazy but I also love her uh we actually had a very Oh, this week was a doozy. So on um, this past weekend, we ended up bringing Cabby up to uh, my family's cabin in up north Wisconsin. Uh, so she went on her, her first boat ride. Uh, she went swimming for the first time. She went and played at this beach that I always grew up going to. Um, that's like in walking distance from our cabin. She went and just, it was so fun. It was so fun having her up there. My sister was up there. My mom was up there. Ryan went up there with me. Um, and just, I don't know. The cabin's always been a really special place in my heart. Uh, I moved around quite a bit growing up. And 12, 12 times, I think, to be exact. I Honestly, I don't even remember anymore. I feel like me and my siblings just kind of throw out random numbers just because we're like, well, I don't remember. Uh, but with that our cabin was always one of the main constants in our lives. Uh, so it's always been such a very, very important place. And so it was, I'm like such a like weird dog mom who's just like, my baby got to see her first cabin for the first week or the first day time. Uh, but on Monday, early morning, uh, Cabby got sick and she just kept getting sick and more sick. So she threw up in her kennel, all of her food from the night before. And then, um, I actually feel so horrible. I like kind of heard something going on, but I, it was like one of those, is it a dream? Is it not? And so I didn't get up. And then when I woke up at, um, my alarm went off at like five ten, five fifteen, and I heard her whimpering. And so I was like, okay, I got you girl. And she came out and threw up just nothing, just clear. And I went and looked at her kennel and saw that she was, there was just throw up in there. Sorry if people are just like, well, I don't want to be thinking about throw up, Katie. This is the allured life. It's supposed to be nice and sexy and magnetism and like energetic, all this. But this, this is the allured life. It's one of those messy moments of the allured life. Um, and then she just kept getting worse and worse. And I took her to the, I like, think I'm so grateful that we, I called the vet right away. Um, 
because we did have a little bit of a scare that it was, um, let me look up what the exact term is. So they were really nervous. At first they were like saying it was gastrointestinitis, I, I believe. And then they were saying, okay, but we're going to test, test her for, um, parvovirus, parvo. And parvo for puppies is really, really, really bad. Really bad. Really bad. Um, and we got her tested. Um, they did an at-home or not like an in, in-house test. And it came back very with the faintest, faintest positive line. And I, I was devastated because you literally... Let me read it to you. So par parvo is a contagious virus, mainly affecting dogs. It's highly contagious and is spread from dog to dog by direct or indirect contact. Um, vaccines can prevent this infection, which Cabby is too young for her vaccines, but mortality can reach 91% in untreated cases. And it's basically just, uh, it wrecks havoc on dogs. Um, and for anyone that's listened to, so last week I opened up about how we actually had, um, put a deposit down on a different puppy, um, on a puppy that we were supposed to get, uh, outside in Nebraska and in the beginning of August, I think August 6th, I think I got a phone call that puppy that we put a deposit on passed away. So we weren't going to get a dog. And I went into a frenzy, just, I could not fathom. I don't know why. I was just like, no, there's, I envisioned it. I like, I have a vision of there being a dog. Like we are meant to have a dog. It was like a visceral feeling in my heart. And so we found Cabby. And then after a week of having her, then this happens. And that we were told again, like your dog might not like, this is grave. So Monday night I spent, it was me and me and my girl hanging out in the living room and she was just uh, feeling so sick, so sad. So just, you could just see how scared she looked. And the biggest thing with Parvo is dehydration. So it was every 30 minutes I was trying to get her to eat ice cubes and lick ice cubes. And, um, cause she wasn't, she wasn't good. Like she did not want to have any food, any liquids, nothing. Um, and so we got, which thank goodness we got to the vet, got our, an IV in her. Um, then the next following day took her to the vet again, got another IV in her. Um, and then it came back as negative. So they did an additional test, um, on top of the, the, the very faint, faint positive, um, they did a fecal test just to really, really confirm. And it was negative. Um, so she just ended up having, um, a bout of gastrointestinitis, I believe is the term, um, gastroenteritis. <laughs> As you can tell, I have my two best friends are one's a nurse, one's a doctor. And then I walk into the bar. <laughs> uh, if anyone gets that joke, like a nurse or a priest or rabbi. And I think somebody else walks into a bar. Uh, so there, this week was something she's doing way better. So much, so much, so much better. Um, but it was just kind of one of those proven moments of just, I don't know, not even the proven, I don't know what it was. 
you know what? I don't even know the lesson just yet. Um, but it was just, I'm just letting you know where I'm coming at this week. This week was a big one. Um, however, what I want to talk about today in this podcast is I've been obsessing over and just surrounding myself with information about how to be the person that gets anything that they want. <laughs> I'm in the middle of um, the program Seasons of Strength. So that's just been my vibe, been my contacts, been my focus. Um, and so I want to read to you a post that I actually wrote at the end of May um, that I want to kind of re-come back at into. So here we go. So there is a duality that comes with transformation. On one end, there is the aspiration and the sought after result that once achieved, we understand will gift us an amazing, beautiful, and aspiring life. But on the flip side, there is the same chance of pain, a feeling of fear of not being enough or failure. And when we are stuck or staying in the same place, even though we so wish for our aspiration, sometimes the reality of the fear is so much stronger than the dream of your desires. When we fear our desire will take away from our loved ones, when we fear our desire will change us too much that our loved ones won't relate to us anymore, when we fear our desire will lead to judgment because who dares dreams that big, when we fear our desire will come with more struggle, hardship, or greater anxiety and stress than staying as we are. And the truth is, your fears may happen. That's duality. That the coin can flip either way. But here is the thing. Fearing the coin landing on the negative will always, without a doubt, keep you stuck and staying the same. Always wishing for you to dream, but staying paralyzed to take action because of the fear. So how do we get the universe on our side to help tilt the coin in our favor? It's when we decide we are all in. When we decide our dreams are worth it, no matter what. That's when resistance budges. That's when we start seeing things effortlessly happen. That's when it becomes a habit. And that's when God says yes. So there, this, so I wrote this in May of May 31st, I believe. And there was a quote that stuck out of a program that I'm in right now um, called Invested. And it says, there is not comfort in growth. And there is no growth in comfort. What I want to talk about today is this whole, I'm going to, I feel like I'm just going to be in quotes all day. There's this week, this week wasn't a lot of me taking time for myself to learn things. This was more so me surviving with Cabby and in that survival mode, just taking in information and just letting it land in me. And so that's the inspiration for this podcast is more so other quotes of other people. But it was, I wrote down that quote as something that stuck out to me. There is no comfort in growth and there is no growth in comfort. When we want things in life, whether that's to lose weight, whether that's to have certain relationships in our life, um, whether that's to look a certain way, to have a certain level of success. When we have a desire and ambition, 
the version of us that achieves those results are, is different, right? She is going to be a different person. Therefore, there is growth that has to happen. Some kind of change from who you are to that person that can hold whatever you desire. She is different. She's a different you. She's not the you that you are. She's like a different on like a parallel universe. She's there, but she's different. She's just like, she's different. (laughs) She's grown. Either she's grown upwards for the better, or she, depending on what exactly you want, which I hope you don't want horrible things, but, or she's grown down from where you're at right now you're comfortable, right? Because like my post just said before, there's a duality that comes with growth. There's a duality that comes from our ambitions. It's either when we're growing into that person, either it becomes really, really quick and we got it. And we're like, okay, cool. I got it. This is easy. Those things only happen when there's not a lot of growth that needs to occur, where you're already the type of person that is a match for what you desire. You just have to go out and grab it or let yourself receive it. But if you've been wanting something and setting goals for something for a very, 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 very long time, then more than not, the duality has to come. The flip side, you have to experience the flip side. Because there's a reason why you're not that person yet. You haven't grown into that person yet. And how do we grow into that person? Through those hard lessons, that flip side, that duality. Understanding this made it so much easier to go through those moments. Those moments of hardship, those moments of of feeling like I wasn't capable of doing it, but then still saying, you know what? No, it's, it's not that I'm not capable. It's just, I have to, it's the duality. It's when I ask for a certain, if when I ask to lose weight, okay, there's struggle that comes with that. Like I have to, I have to change and grow and in growth, there is no comfort. So I have to do things that are uncomfortable for me. I have to change the way that I do things, the routines that I do, the habits that I have, the things that I eat, the things that I do, the things that I prioritize. You have to change. Are you strong enough to hold that change and to confront that change and to step through those discomforts and that change through the void? Through, I, I talk about this void a lot. And this was a term that I learned from Melanie Ann Lair. I know I talk about her so much, but she's just been so impactful and ugh, so good. Um, there's a void of where we currently are at and who we're trying to grow into. The path between that, there's a void. That's the void. Are you strong enough to keep walking? Because in that void, the shorter the void, that's like the, the shortest of it. That means you just, you get it effortlessly. It just comes to you. It's like, boom, boom, boom. The longer the void, the bigger the growth, the more duality moments there will be. The more moments of prove it. Prove it. Are you all in? Will you get this no matter what? Is that the level of investment that you're in? Because... There was another thing that hit me this week too. And let me pull up Catholic wedding vows on my phone. So give me one moment. Okay. So 
this one landed again for me. This one hit, I felt it in my heart as this is for me. Um, I think because I'm getting married and this is the difference between I'm, I'm shifting in this moment, the, the thought process around the differences between goals and implementing goals and having a vow or being invested or being all in. And just, I would say, okay, this is my goal. I'm, I'm going to lose weight in 2022. I am going to be this type of person. I'm going to make this amount of money. That's my goal. This is my goal. I only was a goal person before, and now I'm playing around with what does it look like to be invested? To instead of just say, I am, my goal is to do this. It's my vow is I will do this. The different energetics behind those. And what better way to demonstrate this than to swap out some words in, um, I'm Catholic. So the Catholic wedding vows. So the typical one, the true vow, this is the one that swoons your hearts when you hear them at weddings. It's I, your name, take you to be my husband or wife. I promise to be true to you in good times and in bad, in sickness and in health. I will love you and honor you all the days of my life. Now let's switch it out with goals. So I, Katie, take you to be my husband. My goal is to be true to you in good times and in bad and in sickness and in health. And my goal is to love you and honor you all the days of my life. What? Whew. Like, do you, what would you, what would Ryan say if that was my vow to him as we're standing up in the altar in front of all of our friends? What would he, how would he feel if I said, my, my goal is to promise to love you. My goal is to be like, be true to you through sickness and health. That's my goal. Like my, my promise to you is it's my goal versus I vow to be by your side through sickness and health. I promise to love you no matter what, like. Do you see the difference between those energetics? And so that's where, like, where have we shown up in our life where we just set it as a goal of something that's really important and it's not versus it being a promise or a vow? And how would our lives change if we shift that? Um, so seriously, what could you change? And just notice like the energetics behind the differences between saying a goal versus a vow. This is what in the post that I read, like, are you a go all in no matter what type of a person is the thing that you're reaching for so big that it's like, if like, that's it, I, it doesn't matter how long it's going to take me. It doesn't matter like when it's, when I'm going to get it, how I'm going to get it. I just know, and I desire, and I have the ambition to achieve it at some point. And just knowing that you will achieve it and vowing that you will not just saying it's my goal. I know these are just a play on words, right? But do you feel the difference when I read those vows to you? Do you feel the difference when you replace it with, I pro like, I vow to love you forever through sickness and in health versus my goal is to love you. 
I feel like the goal version kind of gives us a little bit of an opt out, a little bit of a, a kind of a like, I can get out of it because it's like, it's just my goal. And if I don't reach my goal, it's okay. It doesn't make me a failure versus saying, no, it does like, like through sickness and in health. That's, that's the duality, right? Think about, think about what are the hard things that are going to come when you kind of focus in on your ambition? What are the hard things? What's the flip side of what you're striving for? There is all, there's going to be a flip side to it, right? You're going to get, like you, you see, we all see the beautiful things of being in a certain body type or having a certain level of success or having a business type. But do you see the flip side of it that will and could, well, could not will come with that of the level of um, intentionality that you have to have with your workouts or with the way that you're eating or changing up or saying no to certain things or with the haters that might come or the level of self-worth work that you have to do with starting a business. Like there's a duality to everything that we do through sickness and in health. When you vow that you're going to love this person, no matter what you're saying, no matter what. So why can't we vow to do things that we've wanted for, for the past 10, 15, 20 years? the things that we say and we see other people getting and you think, what if, what if I, what if I could get that? And you've wanted to, and you've thought that you could, but then you just go through that. Stop, go, stop, go, stop, go momentum. What if you could change your goals into vows and how differently would you approach those energetically? That's strength right there. That's it. That's the intentionality that we're focusing on in the Lord life. That's what I'm striving for. That's what I'm working towards. It's my word is law. I'm a go all in no matter what. I'm playing to win. I'm playing to win. So any setback that I have, it doesn't, it's, I'm playing to win. The only way that I lose is if I stop. Play to win and play all out and go all in. Because it is, it's in those moments of the hard things. That's a prove it moment. That's a moment that says, okay, like right now, you have to be shaped into a different version of yourself to achieve what you want, right? Therefore, there, there's growing pains that must, must come through. And it's in those like lessons that are learned that like that they're shaping you. I know we've all heard that, right? Of just like, you grow through the lessons, you learn through your failures. But like, for me, it just fell on flat ears a lot of the times. Because really, honestly, I didn't slow down enough to actually understand what were the learned lessons from my failures. I didn't, because I didn't want to, because I didn't like to focus in that I did fail. <laughs> it's not fun, right? We as human beings, we avoid pain and we go, go towards pleasure. So it was so much easier to just be like, nope, not thinking about it. No, I didn't, I didn't feel that bad. Or I'd let myself kind of off with an excuse or even just say, okay, I'll, I'll just do better next time. I should have done better. My lesson is I should have done better. That's not the lesson. Because the same thing will just keep popping up, popping up, popping up. 
And if the same struggles have been popping up in different forms, or if you just haven't followed through and you've been trying, you're not learning the lesson. You're not pivoting the right way or you're not integrating what what is the lesson like and go deeper than just i should do better than this or i should show up better than this or i should change up this routine i need to do this better i need to add that in better what's the deeper lesson what's something that you it's like a quote <laughs> it could be like on a bumper car sticker you can do a facebook quote you can like put it as a facebook post and people will like it cuz it's applicable to what they're going through What's the bigger lesson that can be applicable towards multiple areas of your life if possible? If not just that one, like that's the level of lesson that we're looking for. Not just, I should do better. Because what we're looking for is a vow to become the best version of you. The vow to keep moving and keep progressing and keep strengthening and growing and evolving into who your potential is. Like that is what we're reaching for. Not just a goal to hit this body weight, not just a goal to be this skinny, not just a goal to hit this month, not just a goal to have this relationship. It's no, it's to grow and evolve over a lifetime. Like that's it. So stop selling, setting goals and defining your, your worth based on if you hit that goal or not. Because that's just that in and of itself is setting yourself up for failure and adding to the evidence that you're not worthy of it. Because as you are growing and evolving every single day, you are every single day, there's things that are coming into your, your vortex, things that are coming into your peripherals, things that are coming into your experiences or with your relationships that are changing you. And there's people in your life that are also changing. And then because they're important to you, you're changing with them as well. Like that's, that's growth. That's evolution. So the things that like are shaping Ryan, because Ryan's important to me, they're shaping me. And the things that are important, like that I am growing and learning are shaping me. And I'm like, do you see how there's so many different variables? So it's every single day, I'm not the same person. Therefore my bullseye of where I'm aiming towards my goals, they're shifting just a little bit, even if I can't see it right away. So because they're shifting every single day, because I'm changing every single day, it's, it's so hard to hit a moving target, isn't it? And so instead of just focusing on that one little pinpoint of a thing, say, what's my promise? What's my vow? What's the bigger thing that I'm aiming for? And within that bigger thing, there will be multiple different bullseyes. There'll be multiple different goals that I hit or I don't hit. But because I have something bigger to search for and aim for and strengthen myself, I become a stronger version of myself through it all. Because I'm a no matter what person, a go all in type of a person, a my word is law type of a person. Versus did you get it or not? That's weak. If I'm hitting every single goal that I'm putting on, like I'm weak. So I'm not stretching myself. And if I'm stretching myself too much and I'm not hitting it, then my self-worth and confidence is there's issues there as well. If if it's not backed up by a bigger vow of what I promised myself for. So guys, this was um again with everything that was going on, a lot of this is is inspiration of what kind of piqued my interest this week. Um, 
And so if anything, if, if, and this is what I'm like, everything that I say might not land, but if something did, that's for you. So take that and think about that only thing, that specific thing and go with it. Integrate that, let that transform you and everything else, leave the rest. It's okay. So if you found this valuable, if there was a little thing that sparked your heart or got you a little bit energized, I would love it if you would share this with your friends, family, or on social media. Um, And if you have any questions or would like to dive in further with any conversations of these, feel free to reach out to me at Katie Christ on Instagram and Facebook. But otherwise, I love you guys and keep going on. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women listening. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your friends. Or even better, drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Don't forget, if you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Katie Christ. See you back here next week.